Welcome to Garrus Cast. This is Chris Abraham of Garrus Corp. I am doing another test today because my business partner Dan couldn't make it this morning. So this will be test uh, treble or quadruple zero. I think it's treble zero. And I will tell you some history of influencer marketing from my point of view. When I was uh, when I was 17, it was a very good year. No, I went from being a technologist doing application development and system admin when I, between, I would say, 1993 and 2002. And then I went and did a soul search on a, on a sailboat ride uh, through Mexico from Acapulco to LA. And then after that, I was able to get a job through my buddy Roger Wolfson and Mark Harrison at a place called New Media Strategies. One of the things they did there was they did, um, they did community outreach on message boards and forums. Uh, they did them anonymously and they did them to message people in such a way that they would not know that the messaging was brand related or sponsored and paid for by a small group of people who were promoting product and service and so forth. So I guess it was the first astroturfing. Um, I was there 2003. We were there during the entire time when um, blogs became the thing in 2006 for the election and everything. And I became a blogger like that, and I had been blogging since 1999, but by the middle of 2000s, I was really serious about it, and it was very exciting times, and uh, uh, after I left NMS to go to Edelman, I um, learned how to do direct mail type of outreaches, but I still thought to myself, well, you know what, that was so effective, going out there and reaching out to people, astroturfing, I guess. Um, sneaking around pretending to be people you're not, pretending to be members or even thought leaders of, of online message boards and forums. That's cool, but I bet you can do it by just reaching out to the um, gatekeepers themselves, the influencers themselves, the bloggers. Uh, at that time, bloggers were the most curious people about technology. They used blogs, of course, but they were also the pro proto uh, podcasters. They were always also the people who showed up at all the pod camps um, that uh, pre were the precursor to the um, to the uh, WordPress camps, Word camps, and so they were very exciting times. Um, by the time YouTube came out in two thousand five, bloggers were extending their um, their footprint into uh, videos and so forth on YouTube. And so I said to myself, well, if I can get the bloggers' attention on behalf of the clients and the brands and the nonprofits and the services and the products and all that other kind of stuff, then I can reach out to them very openly and honestly and say, listen, I'm here on behalf of X and Y. I noticed that this is something you're interested in. I was wondering if you'd be interested in partnering with me or learning more from me, maybe getting uh, your hands on some product or service experience it and then if you like share it and at this point it was definitely earned media um, while my first client was paper post now Isaiah that guy's a visionary um, 
I had been I've I've been running um, influencer marketing earned media earned media influencer marketing campaigns for the last fifteen years, um, and so that's what I did. I created uh, landing pages that were exemplary. Uh, oh, and yeah, so reaching out to bloggers uh, was mostly done by email. Uh, created an entire world of research for emails. Hired a bunch of um, researchers out of um, out of India to help me with that. Um, Arsh and Supachit and all those dudes, and it was really cool, really effective, very powerful. And then I realized that um, the top influencers were harder and harder to get a hold of, even though they had journalist and journalistic integrity. So I started going long tail. At at some points. We've reached out to thousands of bloggers via email, reaching out to them, giving them, you know, Mezamashi, uh, crazy run, Mizuno awesome run shoes and, and um, uh, coconut oil and all kinds of things. It was very exciting. It still is very exciting, although I'm sure everyone knows that influencers are now... Um, if not highly compensated, uh, they might not be compensated for the reviews, but these days they're definitely compensated for their time. Uh, I would say it's a, it's an access fee, it's a an hourly rate, if you will, for their time and attention. And it wasn't until I guess five years ago or maybe eight years ago when I had a conversation with someone and I felt very moved by that, even though I've continued uh, to mostly do um, earned me influencer marketing, which has in the, in, the, in the last 10 years has turned around where um, people who do earned media, earned media influencer marketing or earned media blogger outreach aren't journalistically, you know, public relations, journalist in, journalistic integrity. We're taking food out of the mouths of bloggers and, or influencers. And I, I can see how that was turned around. That makes sense that uh, we take advantage of these poor people. However, I think that nobody would have ever said that you take advantage of journalists, and I, I, I dare say that uh, there needs to be a certain level of transparency and integrity between, um, but I see that the market has been more than willing to accept that kind of, uh, that kind of caveat, that kind of, of loophole, and it's only natural, right, the, that kind of, quote, corruption, I wouldn't say it's corruption, but that kind of corruption is shown every day. At the discotheque, at the restaurant, at the hotel, um, with the host or the hostess, where you can, you know, pay twenty hundred dollars to get a better table or cut in line. I mean, even Disney, the 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 most wonderful place on earth, has an entire corruption scheme where they allow rich people to cut in line by buying uh, priority tickets. So. I guess it's just the way things are in uh, capitalism, and uh, Dan Kruger and I are adapting accordingly. Uh, one good thing about earned media influencer marketing is you need to make sure that you, you need to make sure that your clients don't suck because you can't you can buy your way into a conversation with the with the crappy product, but you can't you can't win your way, no matter how good Dan and I are at uh, creating message models or being persistent or finding ways of making our mail deliverable or creating a most beautiful and amazing landing page or anything like that. So 
Uh, till now, that's what we do. We call it long tail. We call it micro or even nano influencer marketing. Uh, but originally, it was just blogger outreach. I called it blogger outreach, and then I called it long tail blogger outreach with the belief that there's always someone who is uh, uh, deeply fetishizing anything that you can do. It's uh, Internet Law 34, I think. Uh, if it exists, there's porn of it. And my theory always is that if it exists, there's definitely blog of it. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know in the comments. I'm happy to answer your questions. Uh, the um, details about the process can be found if you go to my personal or even Garris Corp slide share. Uh, search, um, long, search Influencer Marketing Garris Corp or Influencer Marketing Chris Abraham. Um, go to slideshare.net slash, is it Chris Abraham or is it slash Garris Corp? Anyway, and I have a bunch of decks up there that go into great detail about how the step, about the steps that Dan and I take every day when we do influencer marketing gigs. It's not rocket science. It's not magic. It's not black box at all, but it's a lot of work. And I've been lucky so far to find clients that want to outsource that kind of work instead of doing it themselves. But uh, since there are now a metric Brazilian of influencer marketing agencies and agencies that offer influencer marketing services, I don't know if that's necessarily the um, competitive advantage it once was. But uh, we're happy to do it for you if you'd like. Uh, we're really good at it. We have infinite number of years of experience and um, we love doing it. Um, so, that has been a test episode of me talking directly into my Zoom H2 from 15 years ago, 10 years ago, the first version, you know, the one that's sort of like silver white before they became sexy black, and I've got it linked via a uh, micro or mini USB, whatever the chunky first version of it was, and and I'm uh, feeding it directly into Audacity as though it were a microphone instead of a MP3 recorder. So let me know how it sounds. And I, instead of using the 103 hours and 19 minutes of disk space that I have remaining on my computer, I will close up now and remind you that there are two important things when you reach out to people who you don't know, who even though you call influencers are just normal people who are at home dealing with other things, with other people, with kids and taxes and bills and money and, and lack of money and insecurity and fear and existential crisis and Trump. Just remember, always use hugs, not horns, to engage them. And whatever, don't forget, um... <laughs> No matter what, uh, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. I almost lost that one. It's attributed to Socrates, but I do believe, or Plato? Socrates or Plato, but I believe it is really uh, someone else. And I'll let you know about that one anyway. Maybe I should just redo this ending, but I won't. Because I promise to you that it's more worthwhile. Uh, I think it's Alexander. No, Alexandria something of Alexandria. Let me, I gotta go find that for you right away. I know. Uh, be kind 
everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. I have the clickiest keyboard in the world. I bought a mechanical keyboard because I love it. Um, it's attributed to John Watson. It's uh, attributed to Ian McLaren. Uh, it is uh, attributed to Brad M Meltzer. Um, and I believe it uh, is attributed to Plato, of course. But it is really... Uh, it is really... Ah, you bugger. It is really attributed to... You bugger, come on. Do not use Bing. This is even much more fun, you know, when, uh, when these podcasts start to mess up. A Philo of Alexandria. Yeah, but it's also attributed to Ian McLaren, McLaren John Watson. Wikipedia even says it's Ian McLaren, but I like to think it's Plato. Our Philo, Philo of Alexandria. Anyway, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Um, now widely misattributed to Plato or Philo of Alexandria. Well, there we go. Maybe it's Ian McLaren. That's good to know. I just learned something on our behalf today. Uh, you can reach me at chris at garriscorp.com or chris at abraham.su. You can reach me at www.chrisabraham.com, which is my personal site that has crossover. You can also reach me at... Um, uh, GERR.IS, www.GERR.IS. My fancy pants Icelandic address. I am at Chris Abraham on all the social media services. Never got really into Snapchat, so don't waste your time there. Uh, and if you. Uh, and thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this test. I will guess I call this triple zero or triple aught or something like that and you have fun don't forget hugs not horns ciao for now and arrivederci and adieu and abiento and i'll talk to you again next wednesday unless i decide to do more tests